0: My great-grandmother immigrated to the United States in 1922. She met my great-grandfather, Antonio Medina, in Indiana Harbor, and he was actually working in the United States in Missouri in 1917 to maybe in 1923, 1924, and that's when he came to Indiana Harbor. There's different colonies, and they call themselves the colonies. I don't know if that was a prescribed notion to them. You know, we're kind of pioneers, we're starting off were close-knit, so they were uh, living in the Hull House area in South Chicago, Irondale neighborhood, South Chicago. Um, My dad's mother was actually born in South Chicago and her parents came from Mexico City and, and they eventually moved to Indiana Harbor as well and then Indiana Harbor and Gary. So those were the Mexican colonies. There's two waves that came into Indiana Harbor. Um, and starting in 1919, there was uh, the National Steel Strike. Before that, you already had Mexican populations working in agriculture and working on the railroad because as the Transcontinental Railroad. you know That was starting in Mexico going into the United States. And that's where my uh, great-grandfather, Antonio Medina, started working, and that's why he was in Missouri. He was a section hand. So the first wave, so it came in 1919, with the Great Steel Strike, so they were being recruited off of the rail lines and the fields in the United States to, to work as strike breakers. Uh, Northwest Indiana is dotted with steel mills, primarily inland steel, which is now ArcelorMittal. Single men came to work, called they were called Solos, came to work uh, in the steel mills in East Chicago. You also have the Mexican Revolution, so there's always push and pull factors to immigration, and so 1910 and 1920 was the Mexican Revolution which was huge so Mexico was independent from Spain for about a 100 years at that point and so they were still operating in some of the ways when they were occupied by Spain and so they were shedding their colonized roots to become an independent country and one way that, that they did that that started the Mexican Revolution was basically land reform social and class warfare um, you had a lot of families who owned haciendas and haciendas for you know lack of interpretation is that as a large plantation, they were either agricultural, mining, um, or livestock. And some were like 500 acres, some were 500,000 acres. And they were basically land grants from Spain that were given to Spaniards to help populate the new world, new Spain. Mexico. And so those are passed down family to family. And so because of these, you know, they were in in rural areas, they were huge. And so there was a lot of social inequality, no real chance for upward social mobility. So your family could have lived for generations and died on the same hacienda. So the Mexican Revolution was basically busting up those haciendas and changing land reform and a lot of other things um, related to you know becoming you know what we know as modern day Mexico because the constitution changed as a result of that. So you have people who have worked on the natural rhythms of the Hacienda, getting up in the morning, doing your work, and going to sleep at the same time, to coming to a heavily industrialized area, to making a lot <laughs> more money than they probably would have ever imagined, um, and also different kind of work, working in hot and you know modern conditions I would call steel mills modern. So you have a lot of solos who come in who are, are coming in to an already existing immigrant population. So there was a lot of Southern and Eastern European immigrants in Northwest Indiana. And so the second wave was in the earlier 1920s where you have a lot of people coming from the counter-revolution of uh, the Mexican Revolution. It was called the Cristero movement. And so one of the things that Mexico was doing was trying to lessen Catholic control of the country. And so there were anti-Catholic movements happening. So you see a lot of people coming into Indiana Harbor from um, the states of Alisco and Guadalajara. And those were like middle class families. So in the 1920s, you have this curious, fabulous mix of people from all different backgrounds, middle class, low class, all coming and mixing in the confines of Block and Penzi. They were racially segregated into these areas. Nobody would rent to them outside of these areas. you do have a lot of people living in unsafe living conditions. I interviewed a, a gentleman who's now 101 years old, Fred Maravilla, and he talks about there was just no room. And his family lived in a garage. You know, they bought, as they call it, ticks, which are mattresses to stuff straw in to sleep. They would do their business in a pot and dump it out. And you know, they were behind a, an apartment building. And then also multiple people were living in small clothes and confined places that the health department would just probably Be aghast about. Being that this community was politically and economically weak, they began to start their own mutual aid societies, you know, helping to pay for like surgeries or ailments of of the community, really to kind of like the community trust um, for the community. And then there were different social groups that came with that. You still had that, like, you know, the peasant, the haves and have nots. So the more educated people belonged to the Catholic Order of St. Joseph. That was like the more like illiterate. Some of those members there started a printing press, started a newspaper, had a library that they would share information. And then you had other societies like the Benito Juarez. I think it's the Benito Juarez Society where people said that they were, you know, like blissfully illiterate, but you know, but they all had um, shared their love for Mexico and wanting to preserve Mexican culture. So you just have like a delightful mix of people starting over fresh. And I think the notion was that we are Mexican, we will always be Mexican first and maybe American second, but then also, you know, maybe there was some hope that they would go back once things settled down.